This is the Wellsprings Word. Hey everybody, how's it going? I want to talk to you for just a second on the on the word this morning about the word legacy. A lot of people throw it around now. It's quite a it's quite a buzzword that people talk about leaving a legacy, legacy this, legacy that. Um, it's defined as the long-lasting impact of a particular event, action, or a person's life. So when you think about your life, when I think about my life, and we think about the concept of leaving a legacy, there's a couple of things that come into play right away that I think are worth thinking about. The first one is, you're going to leave a legacy. No matter whether it's a good one or a bad one, how you live your life and how you are toward the people that are close to you specifically, but even in a broader sense, how you are in general to people is making an impact, either for the good or the bad. We impact the lives that are around us. So a lot of times people talk about this question of, are you leaving a legacy like it's optional? You know, like, hey, try hard to leave a good legacy. But I think it's worth thinking about the fact that if you try hard the other way, if you're living for yourself, living for your own gratification and so forth, you also are leaving a legacy. It's just not the kind everybody wants to talk about. The long-lasting impact of a particular event, action, or a person's life. Legacy. This really came into sharp focus for us just the last couple weeks. Um, very, very dear friend of mine. Uh, I, I won't say his name just because it's internet and you never know how far this will go. And you never know what you know some people would do. Um, with the information, unfortunately, these days. So I'm not going to say his name, but very dear friend of mine died very suddenly. I mean, just out working on something at his house and apparently had some kind of massive, uh, you know, massive heart attack type event and uh, just hit the ground gone. And it was just shocking. I mean, I, I can... I'm still thinking back just even the original text messages and so forth, social media messages that informed us of this. Uh, everything in me was just stunned. And and then uh, then immediately the next reaction was I just, I didn't want it to be true. Um, that's how most everybody reacted because he was just such a Christ-like man. Um Loyalty and kindness. I mean, that's the definition of the guy. He was just incredible. Um, and I and I won't take a lot of time trying to convince you of the greatness of a person who you didn't know, because um, a lot of you listening to this, you know, didn't know him, and that's unfortunate. But the the reason legacy came just screaming into the foreground was because we um, we felt almost immediately we need to make the trip. Uh, it was about a long, long drive. Took a whole day. We need to make the trip, and we need to be at the funeral. Um, it just—we just knew. Uh, my wife and I. There's, there's no other place for us to be. He had such an impact with his friendship and his loyalty and his support and his love on our own lives that we wanted to be there just to honor that memory. So we made the journey. 
so blessed. It was such a good trip, honestly. Uh, even in those circumstances, it was just really um, a remarkably blessed trip. When the uh, funeral was preparing to start, um, I, I don't remember specifically the seating capacity of the of the church that we were in. I think it's, you know, 300 or something like that, 350 maybe. And the people just kept streaming in, man. I mean, they just kept pouring through the door till the whole place basically was full. There was people standing around up in the balcony. Um, and the common theme, and it was so kind of almost amusing, those of you that are in leadership that plan services and stuff, it was almost comical because, um, you know, they have we had a plan. You know, three people from the family are going to share their memories, and then there's going to be a sermon time and, you know, some music. You know, the standard kind of, it was it was really set up nice. It was great. And then the idea was at the end, let a couple more people share how this man had impacted their life, which, what are we talking about? Legacy. So these people are verbalizing his legacy. How did their life how was their life rather impacted by his life? Well, the funny thing became there was just too many people who had something to say. It was really it was really beautiful, but if you took a poll in the room, how many of you were positively impacted for Jesus, for the better, for your life somehow enriched or blessed or you were encouraged or you were strengthened or whatever you were helped? by this man, and basically all 350 people were saying, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's how he impacted me. And it was just remarkable. It was really, really beautiful. Um, they kind of they put a capper on it when the, when the service had gone about two hours. But honestly, I think if they had left that microphone open, person after person after person after person would have continued to come and say, this is how this man impacted me. Well, here's the deal. The common thread in that was, and, and keep in mind, those of you that think about things in church terms, he was not a pastor. He, the crowd was not there because they were his quote-unquote congregation. He was a board member. He was a member of a church. He was the greeter. He was part of the prayer team, a whole bunch of other things. Over the years, he functioned in almost every role but keep in mind, from a church perspective, this was not a professional minister. This was just a good man. Owned a business, had a family, had kids, had grandkids. But what was so consistent in every single story was he went out of his way to help me. Or he took the time to pray for us. One of the most remarkable pieces of his legacy was actually after the service was over, for another two hours, my wife and I were there at this church with people coming to us to say even more about, oh man, I remember when he did this. I remember when he did that. I remember when he did the other. They just had to find somebody to tell it to because their lives had been impacted so powerfully by his life. And the thing I want to encourage us all with in pondering this is, that the, the way that he created, the way that this legacy was built in his life was not through the flashy stuff that we think of 
in this modern day when it comes to legacy and impact. He wasn't a singer. He wasn't a songwriter. He wasn't a preacher. I mean, he, he has preached, and he was a good preacher, but that wasn't his main thing. Um, his main thing wasn't stage. It wasn't with the lights on him or, you know, featured on a webcast or a podcast or any of that stuff. No, every story started the same. I encountered him. I was in trouble. He listened to me. He cared about what I was dealing with, and he did everything he could to help me. And it was amazing because it was Jesus, and I could see the love and the care of Jesus in him. And I want you to just grab that for a minute. It's the entire point of today's podcast, to think about legacy. Because a lot of times this world kind of gets in our head. You can only leave a legacy if you have a lot of money. You could only leave a great legacy if you have a lot of quote-unquote success. You could only leave a great legacy if you you have this big business and you can hire other people and economically improve them. All of those things are great, but a whole bunch of people... That's not our situation. And before we get to feeling like, I don't know if I can make any difference in this world. I want to encourage you from what I watched at this man's funeral. Every single one of us can leave a legacy for Jesus. That's my point today. Because all we have to do is listen when people tell us that they are in trouble. Care about what they just told us. And do whatever we can, small or great, to try to help them and meet them in that trouble and show them Jesus. And for those of you that need a scripture for everything, I would remind you, Jesus was the one that said, By this, all men will know you are my disciples, by the love you have for one another. He didn't say by your preaching acumen. He didn't say because the congregation's growing. He didn't. He made it so approachable. Um, Somebody sent me a message just now. (laughs) He made it so approachable for every single one of us. If you love, and then later on, James gives us some insight. Paul gives us a lot of insight in the epistles. What real Christian love looks like is not just words. It's not just God bless you, but it's actually praying. It's actually listening. It's actually caring. It's actually making some sacrificial, you know, of, of time or money or whatever. And you may be able to move the whole needle over to victory, or you may be only to just walk alongside them and help them. But all of that tangible love of Jesus stuff, is available to all of us. We all are able to do that. If you don't feel like you have any other gift or any other talent, you don't feel like you've been gifted by God in any of the uh, quote-unquote kind of like shiny stage gifts, like you're, you're not a singer and you're not a worship leader and you're not a preacher, man, don't be discouraged by that. This man made an incredible legacy out of being loving and kind and caring and generous, person after person after person. And finally, I will tell you that one of the things that was really just beautiful to us was the stories of people that he he pursued. I'll put it that way. Do you remember when Jesus said, you know, if you have sheep, you have 99 sheep and one gets lost, he said, then you leave the 99 and you go find the one and you bring it back. And we've all uh, we've all read those words. We've probably all heard you know different manners of teaching or sermons or whatever on those words. 
But we were truly just amazed and impacted again, even. You know, you talk about legacy. This man was having legacy impact on people after he was gone just by the the sharing of what he had done. But we were so impressed and so just moved by a, a handful of people that even that was their story that he had noticed that they had gone missing from the flock. He had he had been aware enough of who was supposed to be there that he knew who went missing and he knew what, who, you know, in a couple of cases that things had gone on, you know, just things that happened between people and somebody's feelings had gotten hurt and somebody had been maybe offended by something or whatever. And the stories of people saying, I was at my house mad, I was at my house upset, I was at my house offended or hurt or whatever, and there was a knock on the door, and I would open the door, and there he was, smiling big, showing me love, giving me a hug, encouraging me not to quit, encouraging me to seek some reconciliation, encouraging me to keep following the Lord. It was just beautiful. So it wasn't even the stuff that was right in front of him. It wasn't just meeting needs that were presented to him. He would go searching for the hurting, go searching for the lost one. I mean, it was just beautiful, and it just made me think, you know, we're all going to have a legacy. We're all making some kind of an impact, and it really got me thinking about my own mortality. If my funeral was today, what would what would people say? I would hope that that's the impression that I'm leaving on the world, but I'm not, I'm not so sure. Um, I think I really saw opportunity in, in his life story of some areas that I'm pursuing the Lord and saying, Lord, help me, help me take more time, help me be more sensitive maybe to stuff, help me not um, uh, turn the other way when there's stuff that I can do, help me not feel entitled, you know, to a break, I've already done this and that. You got to have boundaries. All the different excuses that we use to not help each other. Um, I understand that there's a portion of our culture that tries to take advantage, but it's a really small portion, and we need to make sure that you know we don't use them as an excuse to have our love grow cold. Because Jesus warned us right about that. He said the increase of lawlessness in the last days will cause the love of many to grow cold. We need to not use. Um, those people who are who are manipulative and and all of that, we can't let them be an excuse for our love growing cold. Um, all of us can make an impact just with love. And when Paul said in Corinthians, right in the middle of a dissertation about spiritual gifts, he said, "Faith, hope, and love remain these three, but the greatest of them is love." And you figure there's not a lot of big, long teaching sessions. We love to teach about faith. Um, not very many people have conferences on how to just show the love of Jesus to people around us that are hurting and struggling. And brothers and sisters and whoever else is listening, I will just tell you that it's obvious when we look around, there's a lot of people struggling right now, which just equals a lot of opportunity for us to show the tangible, good, beautiful nature of Jesus Christ. And so I want to encourage you to do that. I'm going to be trying to do more of that. By this, all men will know that we are the disciples of Jesus Christ by the love we have for one another. And so let's do that. Let's put our love in action, as it were. 
like James told us, not just in word, not saying be warm and well-fed and then doing nothing, but doing what we can. Now, we, you know, obviously, we don't all, we can't always completely fix it, but we can at least walk with people. We can at least show them tangibly that we do care um, and leave a legacy for Christ in that way, whether we're ever standing on a stage with a microphone. And so I just want to encourage you with that. It's been speaking to me. I pray that it speaks to you. Um, and the next time somebody's in front of you having trouble, ask the Holy Spirit to help you slow down. How could I impact that person? How could I make their need part of the legacy of my life by showing them Jesus in a tangible way? Um, and so I'll be back in a, in a few days with something else, but I hope if you hear this, Holy Spirit, just move us to be more and more and more like Jesus so we're leaving a legacy of real Christian love on this earth. So take care, everybody.